Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast, where I am joined by Sneha of the Project Mindy podcast. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're going to talk about all the things reality TV today, but also we are going to touch on Sex Lives of College Girls because I love, love, love that show, and I want to be able to talk about it a little bit. So let's go ahead and start off with that. Um, You are obviously a huge Mindy Kaling fan. Yes. So where do you fall um, with where we ended Sex Lives of College Girls season three? Um, Okay, so I have to say one thing first is that it's so weird that we made plans to do this a while ago. And now I don't know if you know, but Mindy Kaling is getting so much hate. I know. I know. (laughs) She is so random that we're talking about this. I know. You know, I hear some of the things I hear, you know what I mean? I, I, I get it. And then some of the other things I'm like, okay, this kind of just feels like a pylon. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, let me just add this in here and add this one in here. Yeah. It's, um, and I, I'm not like a huge fan of like adult cartoon. Yeah. I mean, anyways. So, but I did not realize how attached people were to Scooby-Doo. Cause I think that. Me neither. Like what? Me neither. I didn't know. Um, but that's not what you asked me. So, uh, sex lives of college girls so I thought this season was just a little bit choppy mm-hmm. I mean what do you think of that I just I, thought that there were a ton of storylines they tried to pack in I agree with the choppiness and like honestly truly I kind of could tell where we were going with the whole um Kimberly and Kanan storyline like I kind of could tell probably like halfway through the season and okay. I was like, but in the back of my mind, I was like, she better not. She no. better not. Because I, and I did, let me just be very clear too. I never cared for Kanan. I really? didn't, and I, no, I don't like him. And I don't like the way that he is with um my girl, Whitney. Yeah. Because for me, I don't think he ever fully appreciated her. Like he was so quick to end their relationship. Yeah. And then even when they were kind of first starting, he was like, oh, I can't focus. Kimberly's stuff is over there. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? And then the fact that I just, there was one line that I was like, I still, it bothers me because I want to know who wrote it. He, <laughs> when he was breaking up with her, he literally said, she, she was like, oh, she just seems so into you. And he told Whitney, a lot of girls are going to be into me. I'm an attractive guy with not a lot of problems. And I'm like, that either that was written by someone who got that said to them. Or that was written by a man who thinks like, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm a guy with like not good looking with not a lot of problems. That's a bottom fucking barrel. I hope that they were trying to be like, oh, this is like college guys being so conceited. But sadly, that occurs way too much. It does. The-, <laughs> I've heard the, the way I've heard some men be like, I don't mean I don't have any problems. Like I don't have major problems. First of all, what constitutes as a problem to you may not uh, to me. First and foremost, let's just start there. But secondly, secondly, so even yeah. if that's the case, that doesn't mean, oh, I need to let everything go because he's an, uh, an attractive guy with not a lot of problems. What? 
bear, like, bottom of the bear. With the bar, you're exactly yeah, yeah. Right. Like I'm just like the bar is in fucking hell. So I never cared for that. And then okay, okay. if you go back to how Kanan and Kimberly first met, the first thing she said to him, she hurled like a lot of microaggressions at him. What well, didn't she, she was like, um, you do you like, like born addicted to drugs or something? She said, like, do do you like Jay-Z? Is like the first <laughs> thing she ever said to him. And he was like, I mean, I guess he's cool. It was if it wasn't Jay-Z, it was some rapper, but I'm pretty sure it was Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he like kind of started messing with her and was like, Yeah, I'm in foster care. And like all these stereotypical things that like obviously ignorant white people like Kimmy was displaying like think about black folks and she even said she goes i don't know any black people that's like one of the first things she said to him and i'm like oh and now he's in love like are you fucking kidding me and it's only been a couple months yeah i just time yeah and it and it is like kind of getting like why is kimberly the one that gets all like is pulling all of these dudes nothing against you know kimberly it's just she that we have a great group of gals yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> we have a great group of gals like I don't we, I just could have done without Kimberly and Kanan yeah I don't really know how that furthers anything but Kalindi who does a lot of the um podcast with me about sex lives mm-hmm. and college girls well we we think that Kimberly gets all these super hot guys because her boobs are enormous, enormous. yeah yeah <laughs> So we're like, okay, that must be it, right? No, they because I will never forget season one with um wait, we've we've done three seasons, right? No, it's just it two. two. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was three. I'm everywhere. Oh, the L word generation Q is three seasons. Anyways, um, but no, I remember when she with Nico, I was like, God, her boobs are huge. <laughs> like, huge. And then but, but like still, I'm like, okay, like we need to. I'm interested to see because in season three, I wouldn't be surprised in season three if like we fast forward and nothing is happening between Kanan and Kimberly. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, I had that mistake and now, you know, Whitney's so mad at us and, you know, I want to make it right. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go further than a kiss. Okay. That makes me happy because the look on Whitney's face when she saw them, like, oh, so heartbreaking. I felt awful That is my girl. I love, love, love her. And I like that her and, um, what's her face are actually close in real life, um, Oh yeah, they Renee do. Rapp's character. Yeah, they do what? cute little Instagram videos. Yeah. I love when like it sounds creepy, but like I like when people I like on TV shows are friends in real life. <laughs> Me too. And the last thing I want to talk about with Sex Lives with College Girls is Bella because people I feel like Bella she had to grow on me. However, I feel like people are losing the like common sense factor here and that is we're not all born with like go women like xyz like internalized misogyny and things like that like breaking out the patriarchy that is a thing it we i wasn't like i would be lying if i sat here and said oh i've never done anything like had to battle my own internalized misogynistic like demons when i was younger like you know what i mean there's a lot of things that i did when i was younger that i was like oh no that's not that's not right so bella is 18 she's at the age where you make those mistakes and you do learn from them Mm -hmm. and the audience is just like ripping her to shut like that's not very girls girl i'm like none of us were to begin with so let's not start that 
let's yeah. not start that way. don't don't act like we're just born into it and that's like being we were all raised like that because we weren't I um I totally agree with you one more thing to say is I felt like they last seat so season one she left the Kintullin which was like her mm-hmm. dream partly because she experienced like sexual assault from one of the editors. And I feel like they kind of forgot that that happened. And I wouldn't be surprised if this season she was trying to more like reclaim herself. Mm -hmm. And that's what led to like, you know, some bad decisions that she made. Exactly. And, and, you know, also not only with the sexual assault, but also with like the comments in general, the misogynistic, like sexist comments that they were Mm -hmm. making within the Catullin. So I'm like, it's one of those things where you get out, you think you're better than them, but then, you know, you fall, you sometimes fall into the same practices. I just think that it's a bigger story that no one's necessarily looking at the bigger picture. It's like, yeah, we've all been through times where, we looked back it was like oh I should have said that to that person or that was the wrong way of thinking and I know better now I think it's a lot of heat and I don't like it it's yeah me either I think it's just so much to cram into like 30 minutes of a like comedic show Mm -hmm. like it is stuff they're talking about and then it's like okay bye like the show's over it is it's tough with with the humor in it too though which I like. Okay, now let's get into Bravo. We have had some news. <laughs> we have had some news this week. And I really have not been talking about a lot of this because at the end of the day, I want to be very clear with everyone, whether I like a housewife or not, I don't wish for anybody's marriage. Oh, for sure. Over. I don't wish for anybody mm-hmm. to be cheated on. No, nothing. But it did come out that Robin and Juan are officially married. We don't know when, whatever. I don't care because at the end of the day, <laughs> You married a man that you divorced, but never stopped living with and really never stopped being together with. So I'm like, whatever. My issue with Robin is that we had to pull it out of her. Yeah. Like I get that you don't want to talk about it in front of Karen or for whatever reason you don't want to talk about in front of Wendy, which I think is so silly. So silly. Wendy really like the, the, you guys had like a small back and forth. Okay. And she said something off-putting. You said something off-putting. But with Robin, like her acting as if, you know, oh, I don't know. Like it's it's this, it's that. I'm like, Robin, just shut up. Tell them y'all aren't invited. Period. I have to eat crow on that because I was in the camp of like, they're never getting married and they're just doing this. Like they did the engagement, like they're doing this. And yes, it is annoying, I guess, for the cast members. Though Karen was taking a little far with the- Karen, <laughs> listen, like Karen respected. stepped in it. And we'll get into that when we talk about Potomac. Karen did step in it because like she, Karen has been going hard on Robin in her confessionals. And it does, at some point, it just seems a little like, like what the hell? And I'm not a Robin fan. I'm really not. But my thing, I don't, I, to speak on you eating crow, I don't really think that you ate crow. I don't think anybody who doubted them getting married is eating crow. Y'all lived together. I said this so many times. I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't blame them if they didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because again, y'all were married, you divorced, you never stopped living together. You're raising your kids together. It's fine if you just want to put on a ring and then like walk around or even if she would have just said, we're just going to go to the courthouse because like, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I would have had more respect for her instead of trying to drag it out into this. Ooh, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. And then I'm just so super annoyed because 
when she was on Watch What Happens Live a few months ago, Andy asked her, what is the deal with the wedding? And she said, yeah. I don't know, Andy, you'll just have to wait and see. And he goes, or the rest of the season, you'll have to wait and see. He goes, it's not on the rest of the season. And now her fans are like, oh yeah, it's on, it'll be on the season. No, she airdropped some footage. She sent some footage in and that's how it's included. Her mom, she didn't even want her mom there. So, okay, I have a question and we can, we can, if it's not what you want to, you want to wait till we talk about Potomac, but what was the reason for that announcement going to people like that was Monday, right? It was like yeah. the day after the episode aired. Mm-hmm. It just seemed so random because like you said, it's not, it wasn't filmed for the show. Yeah. And it does st- seem strategic because now there are rumors that Juan did have a girlfriend, did slash does. And let me be honest, guys, mm. I've heard this before. That is almost everything that was said in that rumor um about Juan's girlfriend I have heard before now not the, the whole town mm-hmm. like walking around oh. yeah not the whole passing off to friends but it is it's an older rumor that Juan has a girlfriend and that Robin knows about it and you know has asked her not to say anything and listen again I have to say this I'm not a Robin fan but when it comes to her relationship with Juan it breaks my heart kind of because at the end of the day, I do feel like we're looking at a woman with a bit of Stockholm syndrome in a way. Mm-hmm. She's been with Juan since she was 16. Her and her parents took him in. Yeah. His parents passed away. And like, that's her first love. Seems like her only love. I don't think she knows anything else. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if she never dated anybody else. For real, for I real. so, right? Yeah. They- like- I, I, my heart really does break for her. Cause I think that she just doesn't know anything else. You know what I mean? And if you're at a point where I think, I think Robin really does love one, you know, it could be an agreement. It could be like, okay, you can go do whatever. But at the end of the day, it, it breaks my heart because I think that she really does love him. And if he is cheat, she like, she knows he's going to cheat. Yeah. Like, uh, and it's just like, okay, if you're going to cheat, but I still want to be with you type of thing. I just like, I'm like, that sucks. No matter who you are. I think it's very easy for us looking in to be like, oh yeah, dump him. Like you mm-hmm. just need a man who, you know, treats you better, which like, yes, but like you, like you said, been with him since you're a teenager, you're so enmeshed in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. You have two kids together and the kids are getting older. older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like they're, you know, babies anymore. Um, And she sees like how tough it is to date as I'm not sure how old she is, but like, whatever, dating something. is difficult yeah. at any age. Yeah. So yeah, like, no, for real. Maybe she doesn't want to be, you know, a mm-hmm. single mom living on her own. Like that's a really tough life too. So it is. And, you know, I just, I'm like, man, this sucks. I don't, I don't wish it upon anybody, even Robin or Giselle. Okay. And we know how I feel about Giselle here, (laughs) but I, it's, it's tough. It's a tough spot to be in. She hasn't really said much, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Robin again. Wait, next season. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if she's, well, I don't want to say don't see, I wouldn't be surprised if she's a friend of next season. There's a lot going on surrounding them. There is a lot going on. Do you think we're going to see any of it? I don't think so. I've said on this podcast before, the thing with Juan in the lawsuit, I need everybody to understand he's named in it, but he's not, people are using it for clicks as if like he is the one that is getting sued. No, he's named in it. He definitely, the the whole entire school system failed that young man. Right. 
However, Juan didn't hire the assistant coach from everything that I read. He didn't, he did not hire him. Um, and the young man originally said when he told Juan, he said that he wanted to quit the team because of the rampant drug use. So then Mm -hmm. Juan met with him and his parents and he was like, what drug use, you know, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, since he didn't want to tell the truth that he didn't have anything to back that up. And Juan did admit that he knew of the assistant coaches, like, mental health issues or mm-hmm. that he has some however i need everybody to understand you can't fire somebody for that that like mental health issues is a broad spectrum first and right. foremost and secondly you're you're putting yourself at risk and just having having mental health issues doesn't mean that you assault somebody true that that's not what you that means sensitive to people with mental health yeah <laughs> i was like i'm like everybody is saying this out of out of hand i don't like robin either but again i have to keep stuff in perspective like i don't wish any of that this case anything but you know where one where it was like uh, is because after everything came out i guess one asked him to come to practice and it was like yes why the fuck do you think i'm gonna come to practice after all this this guy leaked all of this shit about me yeah like I just was like, it's it's a mess for sure, but I'm just like, okay, guys, everybody needs to calm down a little bit. Like, one is named in the lawsuit. He's not the one. He didn't do it. Uh, legal issues on Bravo are so complicated Ugh, to me, yeah, and yeah. I never understand how they play out. Like, I listen to like the lawyers talk, mm-hmm. and I still don't get it. So, not my area. So do I. So do I. I have to like, and like th- from what I read. Like you just, it's, it's so, so layered because Coppin took away his scholarships, his room and board, everything. And they're, they're going like that. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a civil lawsuit and they're going for like, it's not just one. It is a whole slew of people that are named because you have to be meticulous when it comes to this thing, these types of things. So it's, I don't think Robin's going to talk about it at all. I don't no. think it's going to be talked about at all. And I don't think that the rumors are ever going to be addressed, the cheating rumors. Well, let me say it like this. I think Robin's going to address them the way she did in the episode with like, you know that face she made? You guys can't see me, but I'm, I'm doing, she's like that, like where she puts her neck back and she's like, okay, okay. And I'm like, Robin. I mean, I get it. If somebody was like insistent, like Karen was, we can just get into the Potomac episode. If somebody was insistent that my husband was cheating on me, like Karen was, I would be like, okay. What it does, I would literally be like, okay, Karen, it doesn't fucking matter what I say. If I say my husband's not cheating on me, you're going to sit here and continue to say that he did. He is. So, all right. But you wait, are Robin, we getting into that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what? To talk about. I just what was Karen expecting like that Robin would be like oh my god you're right thanks yeah I don't know and Karen listen here's the thing I do think that at the end of the day we're at the point of the season where I've had a great time I'm ready to go home I'm ready to wrap it up because we are just like dragging this out I don't care about Robin getting cheated on well I don't want her to get cheated on but I don't care about the infidelity in Robin's house I don't care about the infidelity in Karen's house because at this point neither one of them are going to admit it yeah. neither one I do think it's ridiculous that Robin sat there and said Karen came for Sharice's character y'all come for everybody else's character all the time that's what the show is like you know when she said Sharice is a human being girl you don't want to go there with us Wendy's a human being and you were recording her getting purses thrown at her and every other thi- and thing and in between like please 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 be serious Robin 
I still don't get the why she is holding this grudge against Wendy. Because Robin is an Aries just like me. And until we're done being mad, we're not going to be done being mad, no matter how unreasonable it is. Okay. 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 So I'm just not on TV. But yeah, I have definitely held on to things longer than I need to just because the simple fact that I literally want to. Yeah. Okay. I'm that literally like, I'm no, I'm not done. I'm not done being mad. Screw you. <laughs> but like, it's just, I don't, I can still be in a group setting with people. I'm not going to ruin anybody's time yeah, yeah, yeah. because I have done that before. And then yeah. I felt bad. I'm like, okay, that's on me. And I don't like to be that wrong. I can be a little wrong. I'm not going to be that wrong. But Robin is just like all this. At the end of the day, I really do think that Sharice wants to be back on the show. I think that Sharice, you know, she, we know that she had a lot going on at the time that Potomac started, Yeah, she couldn't, I think that she feels like, okay, I couldn't really dedicate any of myself to this when it first started, but now I'm willing to share more. I still have these connections, da, da, da. I think Giselle and Robin and Ashley, because everybody's forgetting about Ashley's messy ass. I think that they forget about how messy Ashley no because like it's like people don't realize like most of the time the mess is happening the green-eyed bandits is really three people it's really three people it is Ashley Robin and Giselle Ashley just gets away with more and the people starting most of the mess are Giselle and Ashley and then Robin is just a tag along She's just a tag along. And I think the reason people get so mad at her is because it's like, Robin, you could just shut the fuck up and let these two be messy and take the heat for it. But she's always got to be back there like, are you mad? (laughs) And it's like, girl, shut up. (laughs) Ashley just needs to like teach a course for housewives on how to be as messy as she is but still be like beloved somehow because like I don't get how she does it I it drives me mad that she gets away with everything because what I also believe from this season is I think that Ashley really just did not want to talk about the whole Michael divorce thing we've barely barely heard about it since the beginning episode and now she's just like oh first it was i'm gonna take this candace and chris thing and now it's oh i'm gonna go and run and tell this and run and tell this she hasn't talked to us about her divorce from michael at all this entire season are you kidding me we if there's anything we deserve in potomac it is a michael darby divorce storyline the full thing the full thing we have been waiting for this downfall since season one and you're not oh, giving us anything. We met this man, which let's, let me tell you, I was talking to my friends today in our group chat and the topic of his age came up. I didn't realize that Michael Darby was 77 years no, he is not. old. Yes, he is. I thought he was 70 for some reason. Gordon is 70. Mia's husband is 70. 77 he is 77 years old and he's still out looking for strange whatever i i it there's so many layers to michael darby being 77 years old and doing half of the shit that he's doing i cannot believe this you're like blowing my mind ashley was in high school the same time as me she's a couple years older than me but still like i'm always shocked at how young ashley is She's like 28, 29 when they first started. That's, uh, yeah, I'm always surprised. Oh, wait, what is she? She just turned 34 on the show. I mean, she's like 35 now or something. Yeah. She was younger than that when the show started then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. 
do you think that Michael doesn't want her to talk about it or do you think it's not real? You know, I am so torn. I am okay. so torn because I hear everybody, like everybody that's on the it's not real story train. I hear them. Yeah. But at the same time, okay. I'm like, how could it not be? Yeah. Because I've never seen the warm and fuzzies between them. And it is always, always made me uncomfortable how she stands by him. Yes. Through everything. Yeah. Because ain't enough love in the world okay no, <laughs> but no i don't i don't know because i know in virginia you have to be divorced for like six months to a year or not divorced separated for six separated. months to a year or something like that i remember her saying a year i think yeah i was gonna say i think it's it's a year but yeah you have to be separated for a long time before you can move on but then again this house buying business i'm just so confused because it's like ashley why don't you just ask for a house in like the divorce agreement yeah I just um, and no I do think I think I've seen a little bit like oh we always think people on Bravo have money and then it turns out they don't I do think legit he has money like I don't think it's some kind of I looked up his it. I looked up his net worth is 20 million dollars yeah no I totally believe yeah. it um Okay, I am on the it's real, but he dumped her and she doesn't want to admit it. Let me tell you, tell you this. It would not matter how I got away from Michael Darby as long as I got away from him. It wouldn't, I wouldn't care. He dumped me, I dumped him. I would not care. And like, here's the thing. If she, if she doesn't want, if that's it and she doesn't want to admit it, like, girl, he's cheated on you. You've told us that. It's totally like deserve i mean we already don't like him it doesn't matter what like he says <laughs> michael could tell us that ashley pushed him down the stairs and we would be like okay we're never gonna side with that man ever okay <laughs> so that's my thing and i'm like it it doesn't matter if bravo if he's not gonna be on the show i don't want to see little clips of him bravo okay he's on or he's not i mean and they always use the same clips too that's what no don't that one of him like with one <laughs> yeah. cheersing i'm like oh uh, I think he doesn't want to do the show anymore. I think everybody, I think that's, well, you know, I can't for sure say that because did you hear about um, when he was at the same resort as Candace and Chris and Candace doing that performance? Yes. And yes. Candace said like, he was very drunk, but she said that like he, there was a camera crew there and that he went right up and kind of was positioning himself because maybe in his drunken state, he thought that those were the Potomac cameras oh so, i don't remember that i just remember that he was like approaching her and talking to mm -hmm. her and stuff yeah so i so if he didn't want to be on the show i feel like he would just avoid her in general oh 100 he is so creepy with candace and like i <laughs> he's creepy in general and i full-on believe that michael is a racist because like one the way he used to talk about mm -hmm. ashley's mom like oh bad. god but then secondly like just how he that's all I needed to hear was that story about how he interacted with Candace at that resort that yeah, it was yeah. like and then like how he was yelling at the woman that he thought was her and apparently the woman would not tell Candace what was said and then she finally told Candace what was said and Candace was like I will not be repeating that and I was like repeat it because I know I know I know in my heart I know it is something racist if Candace is not going to repeat what it said, what she said, then like, that's a big 
Candace is a good person because the way Ashley fucks with her, I would, <laughs> I would be telling everybody. I am so proud of her this season. Like, I just, I want her to be like a big star. Like, she's so talented. And I've really done a 180 on Candace. I have season. two. I have two, I will say. And it's the, the, here's the thing I never was like really truly because I will say about the Monique and Candace fight. At the end of the day, I really did think that it was sad. I thought the breakdown of their friendship, the dissolution of their friendship, everything that went into it was sad. And I never really thought that Candace was all the way at fault. I don't think that she deserved to get her, you know, get beat up. But the one thing I always go back to is how it all started, because I will never forget in season five when, was that five or four? It was four. When Monique showed that text message to Ashley out of the blue, out of the blue of, and Monique is the one who sent the article to Candace. Candace replied and said, LOL, I've already seen it. And said something like something along the lines of like, I told you so, or some shit like that. And Monique was showing it to Ashley like, oh, look at this. Look, she's talking shit about you, bitch. First of all, you baited me into that. You're supposed to be my friend. I never, never, never could get over the switch up that Monique did to Candace. And like, they're all messy on social media. Mm -hmm. Like we all know about Candace's tweets and stuff, but we can't forget that Monique had like, didn't she have like a like a fake blogger who was she, like a brother Monique is not like any of- better on social media. Yeah. She was not. She was yeah, she had like fake pages and then she also or a fake page. And then she also she put stuff out there all the time. They got in trouble that season, season five, for you know, doing after shows and stuff. They got I think pretty sure they got told like they cannot they that season they could not do any type of after show or talk about the show. Is that when she was doing it with Chris? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. It's her, I mean, it was her last season because she, and she was one that kept trying to get ahead of the narrative. I will never forget when that fight happened. And then it was like, we started hearing about it online. That was Monique. Oh, because yeah, we heard about it so, so before. Yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, yeah. That was Monique. She, she put all that shit out there. But back to this episode, because I could not go down the Monique train. Like I will, I will start pulling receipts on people. You get out your binder. Yeah, I will. Let me just say this. Giselle needs to stop insinuating that anybody is jealous of anybody, but especially Wendy being jealous of Mia. Like Giselle, I think that one of the things that drives me the most mad about Giselle is that she has such a like elementary way of arguing, which is like, we're having a discussion. It's not my fault. You're jealous. Jealous of what? To quote Sutton. Jealous of what? You can't, I mean, you can just say that, but there is an actual issue here. She threw a drink on Wendy. Yeah. Over nothing, over Gordon. Okay. That is the Nothing. issue. Like, or not over Gordon, over Peter. Someone that's not Oh, oh God, Peter. Yeah, like you threw a drink on him. And it, it just, I was like, Giselle, please, please find some business of your own next season. I think all housewives, like in every city are in a state of like arrested development because like, <laughs> you have to go on reality. You do. 
but like her, her focus on the jealousy it's very like middle school like oh this girl doesn't mm-hmm. like me because she's jealous like that's yes. what tells you or whatever yes like, you're middle-aged women like get over it and not only that like I would not I don't think I would care as much about Giselle and her meddling if she had some business of her own to tell us but just the same as robin as soon as some shit comes up about her it's like no i'm not talking we're not talking about that we're not talking about that we're not talking about that oh no we just need to talk about everybody else all the time you're right and you can just be here and not share anything okay so you know how you said you think robin is gonna be a friend of um do you think because Giselle never shares anything she will ever be a friend of, or she's so kind of beloved and like the face of the franchise that she, here's the thing. Giselle is like the, uh, Giselle will never be a friend of. Let me say that. I don't think she will ever be a friend of. She's either going to be full-time or not on it at all. And I'm interested to see how we move forward from here. I really am because I think that at this point we know that, or they know that either Robin has to go or get demoted or Giselle has to go. Now, my thing with Robin getting demoted, we not going to demote her. And then we just bring her around all the time. No, like a Luann thing. Okay. Yeah. Like let's not demote her and then just bring her around all the time. Cause that's going to be annoying, but something does need to happen because, and make no mistake, Karen is not the biggest sharer either. True. She hasn't been sharing a lot either. And I do think that they brought Sharice, like production agreed to bring Sharice back in because they wanted to like, just wake Karen up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just wanted to wake Karen up a little bit, whether I don't, I don't know if I think that Sharice is going to be full-time next season. I Wait, really, she, she's not full-time now. Is she? No, yeah. no, she's a friend of, but I don't know if she's going to be full-time next season. Audience response they to are hers. so mean to her. not kind not i'm not kind gonna comment but like i no. have to laugh at the memes and i feel awful about uh, it the audience response to her is not kind and like here's my thing i am sure that every single last one of those women when it comes to that like geographical potomac when it comes mm-hmm. to all of those women i'm sure they are all small potatoes like, no, Karen is not the grand dame. I'm sure Giselle isn't all that she, you know, we think she's cracked up to be in Potomac. I'm sure none of them are. Just like every housewife. If we go to OC, we're not going to say, oh, who, where's the OG of the OC? They're probably going to be like, what are you talking about? Like the yeah. actual residents. Vicky is not the woman of their heart, hearts out there. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Just like if we went to New York and was like, where's Luann? Where's Sonia? People are going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know Wait, what I mean? So you don't think Sharice is the grand dame of no, anything? She, no, listen, she, when it comes to the geographical, like, location of Potomac, yes, Sharice is very well connected. She yeah. has, like, she lives there, yes. But there's no grand dame of Potomac. There is, you know, Sharice Jordan, who is very well connected in Potomac. Yeah. And that's it. Like the actual, it's, it's fucking a city, okay? And we don't have grand dames. So that's why this whole conversation is so annoying to me. And I think Giselle and Robin told on themselves, Giselle did eat rather, at that dinner when she said, out of nowhere, when we were talking about parents, okay, and funerals, and she just says, when it comes to me, if you ask me, first of all, no one did. No one asked you anything, Giselle. Secondly, <laughs> no one was talking about who runs Potomac or who's the grand dame of the Pot- of Potomac. 
that wasn't talked about that she reached and grabbed that out of thin air and that's when my light bulb went off and I was like oh that's what they're here to do is to knock Karen off a little bit yeah that's what they had discussed before the season Mm -hmm. and then they also thought that the Chris Candace accusation was going to go so much differently I I really think that Giselle and Ashley thought that they were going to like be able to recast everybody because I think that they planned on icing out Wendy I think that was the plan I think Mia knew about it and I thought that I think that when they thought they could ice out Wendy and make room for Sharice to come back and then go ahead no sorry I don't mean to interrupt you um have you heard of Sharice like filming any of her like fabulous life party like connections and stuff because all we see is her like in the background just like lurking (laughs) (laughs) and being like I'm calling my six travel agents to like find a hotel Sorry, it's the way you said that. Compared with all the memes <laughs> in the background and lurking. I mean, like, that's the thing. Apparently, she had a champagne lounge, not doesn't have yeah. one anymore. Like, that's my thing. Like, Sharice, babe, maybe you're just not doing anything. No. Maybe and some one of my followers messaged me. I guess they don't they don't listen or listen, don't watch um Potomac like they never had for real and they started it from season one and they were like Sharice is mean I was like yeah I do remember her not being very nice I just I never cared you know for her so it's one of those things that like she just did not translate well on tv and that's fine yeah like it doesn't need to mimic real life yeah you know and I I'm just like gosh this is so freaking tired I don't know why we need to keep doing this I think that they tried, they wanted to ice out Wendy. They wanted to, you know, I don't know what the fuck the plan was. I don't, I really have no clue what Giselle thought was going to happen with Chris and Candace. But they don't like Mia. Like you could just tell, even if they're. No, but Mia wants to impress them. Yeah. That's just sad though. They don't, it is. They, no, you're right. They do not like Mia whatsoever, but she wants to impress them. Therefore she, they're like, okay, we'll keep her around because she's going to do some dirty work. I, I think Mia's gonna be back me, next. You do? No, just like you know how she always like backtracks on what she mm. said. I'm just like, oh, come on. Yeah, listen. Here's my thing. I don't ever need to see Mia on my TV screen again. Yeah. It's just too much fake shit. It really yeah. is, and I do think that the cast of women understand that now, and that's why they don't really play into her, like her and Jacqueline or anything like that, because. At the end of the day, the whole thing with her and Jacqueline, I'm just like, y'all don't need to be arguing like this right now. You really don't. And I'm finally, I'm glad that Jacqueline finally said, I'm not having a conversation with her in front of y'all with these cameras up because it's not going to be productive. I was like, finally, Jacqueline, thank you. Thank you. Because she's just committed to making you look stupid now. I don't know what she was trying to do, but with the whole Mia Jacqueline thing, like, I don't know you. So why would I want to see you guys fight? It seems like exactly. it's so deep. It's like dark. Like, I don't, that's not really a Potomac like thing. You know what I think? I really think because so Jacqueline, yeah, Jacqueline's sister has a YouTube channel. She's always had it before any of this, but mm-hmm. when all of this started happening, it really started getting popular because she started talking about Mia, right? 
Well, and it's the sister that was the nanny. Yeah. Well, from what she says, apparently Mia begged Jacqueline to come on. Like she asked her at first, Jacqueline said no. Then uh, she was like, please, please, please. I need somebody. I need a friend. I need somebody here for me, blah, blah, blah. So Jacqueline said, okay, I really think that after the Miami trip, after she threw the drink on Wendy and she knew, I think she knew she was going to look bad. I think a lot of them, I think Robin realized she was going to look bad. I think everybody from the, almost everybody in that Miami chat realized like, shit, we are about to look like assholes. Yeah. So then with the Mexico trip, I think she asked Jacqueline, like, please just like get into like a pretend fight with me so I can look better. Oh, I really do. I, I really do. Because like, it's just something is not adding up. Yeah. And I think that's why none of the women wanted to get involved. I think that's why they were like, (laughs) <laughs> like eyes just like darting back and forth and then i think that's why candace got up candace and wendy mm-hmm. i think that's why candace got up and said like when she was saying like go talk to your friend i think yeah. she was saying like mia we know this is fake like uh, you've kind of taken this too far because she's crying now she so, was like, really crying too she was like, i think that's why yeah i think that's why and i will never forget when mia uploaded that video of jacqueline throwing the shoe or whatever at her ex-husband and was like, this is so sad. If you're in a domestic violence situation, da da da. Candace commented on it and said, Mia, stop. This is your friend. When every time Jacqueline says, you've sold your soul, you've sold your soul, she is talking about this TV show, I believe. Yeah. I think she's talking about the show. I think she's talking about the money. I think she's talking about all of that. She's like, you just fucked me over for a TV show and for fame. And this is like your family. Yeah. Like her mom, Jacqueline's mom took her in. I'm not saying that Mia needs to. It's so deep. Like it's just not. I'm not saying Mia needs to like be indebted to her and like kiss her ass or anything like that. But like, you do need to understand that there, you did take away my, who would be watching my kids if they weren't working for you? My sister. And I think that's a power move with with Mia she's like okay yeah I didn't have any family you guys had to take me in but guess what I'm about to take your family and pay them because I can yeah and like it's like if my brother is watching my best friend's kids yeah Mike I would expect that my kids can come over if we're best friends yeah it's uh, I don't know I don't even want to get into it like I know it's just in Mexico and drink tequila exactly I was literally Candace taking that bottle (laughs) why did they take a bottle of that they said I could have it let's go before they change their minds I just I'm like all right ladies let's wrap it up because this is too much I don't need to see Robin try on dresses I don't care if we see her get married at her brother-in-law's wedding, which is the tackiest thing I've ever heard. I can't deal with it. Wait, so how much do you think we're going to see? Do you think it's just like going to be five minutes tagged on to the end of the episode? I really do. <laughs> I think it's going to be like, you know, at the end when they show their little lines. Oh, yeah. Like the Robin and Wine got married. I think it's going to be that. With an iPhone camera? Like, yeah, some pictures. <laughs> I, th- I really like, do. Unheld or something. Yeah, I really do. I really do. <laughs> okay let's get into the Salt Lake City reunion uh. unfortunately I first of all did you hear that it, didn't somebody say didn't they say it was three parts that's what I thought and also because 
I feel like since I can't remember the first Housewives reunion that was three parts, but since then, I feel like Andy or whomever has tried to do three for everything. We don't need, I don't, I really think that we could have started it ended the reunion last night. I think yes. we could be done with okay. it, but I, I could have just sworn on the last, after the last, um, the scene, season finale, they said coming up on the three part Salt Lake city reunion. I was like three parts. And then somebody posted like the air dates and then somebody commented on a tiktok of mine they're like it's only two parts and i was like okay whatever i don't care i yeah. still don't think we need two parts because this shit was so annoying to me first thing i'll say it is baffling to me baffling how i am leaning towards i you y'all know i have no alliances i have no alliances in salt lake city it's baffling to me how i am starting to lean towards a Meredith Marks in these arguments because I could not stand her at first. I could not stand her, but she's making a lot of sense to me. I just cannot believe that they have this amazing storyline, like arguably the best in housewives history. And they, this season just totally blew it like what I, yeah happened? I cannot believe that like this is my thing Lisa and Meredith have the I said Meredith Meredith have the potential to have like a Nene Leakes Kim Zolciak Beerman for feud. sure and they keep messing it up both of them because first of all Meredith stop saying that you're not mad about the hot mic moment you are <laughs> mad about it and you have every right to be mad about it that was supposed to be your friend and then yeah. whatever you did to piss her off in the slightest way she runs off and does that no 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 that is messed up in every single right but ever but like stop saying that you're not mad you know what I, I would mean? be mad forever I oh forever you yeah. could ask me Giselle are you so mad about it hell yeah and like everybody that's on Barlow's side, I'm like, I don't get this because I think if the roles were reversed and Meredith did that to Lisa Barlow, people would be like, fuck Meredith, like blah, blah, blah. I don't get the Lisa Barlow hype. Oh, she eats Taco Bell. You know, I don't care. Food. A lot of people do. I find her to be so ingenuine. Like I, <laughs> I, I cannot get with her. Mostly, and mostly because, and I say this all the time, those Salt Lake City housewives, every last one of them are like one social media post away that they forgot to delete from telling us, showing us who exactly who they are. Like Lisa was the one who brought Jenny Wynn into the mix. We can never forget that. People do. Yeah. And then she's allowed to just put up a Instagram like picture and it's like, I'm only responsible for myself because apparently oh, she, she also was... knows. Apparently she, she also knows that guy. Like, this is the only girl I need yeah. to then okay yeah 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 because apparently she also knows that guy with who was pictured with angie angie casanevas in mm -hmm. the white lives matter shirt yes okay and that's like about, right? yeah and she's like i'm only responsible to my for myself yes you are responsible for yourself and your children lisa let's not forget that however if you align if you constantly align yourself with people who are making racist remarks and racially insensitive like things what does that say about you yeah like, what does that say about you? So no, while you don't control anybody, you also don't do anything to act, to prove that you're actively anti-racist. You have to be aware and accept that when you're on a show like this, mm -hmm. you're going to have to deal with 
Yeah. And, you know, in, in, in the same breath, I do wish people would stop like being like, oh, what is Angie Castaneda going to say about this? I don't think it matters what she says. No, I don't think she, it matters what she says. She's going to be like, oh, wow, people are mad. Let me say sorry. You know what I mean? It's going to be sorry. And then yeah, just I, whatever after. I, yeah. And like for Lisa, Lisa keeps doing this thing too. She cries with no tears, her and Whitney Rose both. But she, when it comes to the hot mic moment and everything, she's like, haven't I endured enough? First of all, bitch, you came for me and my family. Don't tell me when haven't I endured enough. No one got on a hot mic moment about you. Yeah. We, there were silly rumors, silly rumors about you sucking D for jazz tickets. It doesn't even sound believable, Lisa. Like, it doesn't even sound believable. There's very stupid rumors that Whitney brought to light. I mean, I like she pretty and speaking of Whitney, she sat up there on that stage and she pretty much told on herself. Like when her and Angie Harrington were having the conversation. She is not savvy at all. You know what? It drives me wild about her because she pretty much said it to Andy before the reunion. She said, well, you want to make sure you're on the right side of history, Andy. And it's like, okay, so that's why you did this. That's why you did this. But let make no mistake, Whitney, you did it, okay? You brought the rumors up. You went around and you talked about them with everybody. And I think if it were not for the fact that like Lisa had nobody on the show, fans love her, yes. But nobody on that cast fucks with her. Yeah. So, and Whitney always has wanted to fuck with her mm-hmm. and Whitney wants to be a fan favorite. So that's why she jumped ship. So she could be like, I was on the history. Like, okay, what is the right side of history here? We're talking about sucking D for jazz tickets. I know. I'm not a rumor on, we're talking about a rumor on fucking Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That's why I always say, I feel like I'm watching a SNL skit of Real Housewives whenever I watch Salt Lake City. I've heard that too, that like, it's like watching a parody of like actors, like pretending to be housewives. It and is. I- it's hard because I know there are people who are like really big fans of mm-hmm. the show in this season. And I just don't, I feel like I'm missing something. No, you're not. They're missing something. They are like, these are women pretending. They are pretending from sun up to sundown. I just cannot take it. There's not any true genuine friendship at yeah. all. Like it, that's, what's so frustrating to me. There's no, no loyalties anywhere. I, okay. So I read something that was like, okay, well, if you're not going to talk about the Mormon stuff, or if you are, it's going to be like, you know, not from like a really insider perspective, then maybe bring up like the MLM culture or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, like they have to do something but I'm almost scared of them to bring new cast members because historically that has not gone well for them no not at all and like yeah speaking of the MLM culture I'm like that is rampant there but no one it's the two top things that no one wants to talk about because like the first first rule of being in an MLM you don't talk about MLM okay well actually you talk about it quite a lot you just don't say MLM yeah like you know what I mean you don't accept that you're in it and then with the whole Mormon thing it's like, I'm very, okay, actually, I'm very confused about this too, because next week, Heather is seen crying and she was like, this is a whole thing. I'm in litigation with the church. And I'm like, 
why are you in litigation with the church? Did you sign something? I don't get it. Oh, you're right. I don't know what she is talking about. Like, unless, you know, I mean, I don't know what's in the book and I will not be reading it. I will be waiting for whoever else reads it and puts all the stuff up online. I'm not, she's not getting any of my money. Okay. I think, I think I read something where someone read it to see if she mentioned the black eye because she said she was going to talk about it in the book and she didn't. So is it out yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out. It did? I think so. Oh, I feel like we would know more by now. I don't freaking know. I don't know. Because also there's been so many blind items surrounding yeah. Heather and Salt yeah. Lake City that I think she's sending in herself or one of somebody in her camp. But like, I won't be reading that book. And I don't think that she put anything. She keeps saying like, oh, wait to see, wait to see, Um, you know, Bad Mormon. No, it comes out February 7th. I just saw her. Uh, oh, my bad. What that. am I yeah. thinking? Well, she had a book cover release party where she okay, released yeah. the cover but no not, not a chapter not a book anything like that but I'm like you keep saying this to people but then you're sitting up on this couch crying saying you're so ashamed and honestly truly if she wouldn't be running around doing all this oh wait to see in bad mormon wait to see in bad mormon I would be like okay I actually do kind of feel for her with the whole like I have shame around drinking and getting blacked out because I grew up super religious and I know that I'm still not supposed to be doing that or, you know, those things stay with you. I would totally yeah. understand that and be like, okay, you know, okay. It's, it's very embarrassing to not remember. You get very worried yeah. if, you know, some, but I also think that there was some other substances involved. That's and the hidden, you know, I, I think that when the black eye happened, it was yeah. like, oh fuck like I think production might have wrapped for the night and then they were getting all crazy and something you know they were doing stuff and production was like uh we have to investigate this now because it looks like you got punched in the eye Heather yeah and I'm sure a lot goes into that like okay we were drinking okay what else were you doing they're already bringing up ketamine oh my god <laughs> I just heard about that like what I I cannot see any of those women taking like doing ketamine unless they got their drugs mixed up and thought it was something else. <laughs> like they thought it was Ambien or something like No, unless they thought it was cocaine. <laughs> like no, I cannot see any of those like I feel like the viewers aren't really understanding like if you take too much ketamine, you will be in a K-hole and you will not be running around acting the way that they were acting you like it's like you you people think that they're like have taken journeys and really they've just been in a k-hole for 20 minutes um you're like paralyzed like you're like it's a horse tranquilizer i mean it's a it's like a club drug it's not like a from yeah, what i it is but you don't do like you don't do that much of it and then run around the way they were running around oh okay, okay yeah. you know what i mean that's why i think like I'm, i've known people who thought that they were doing coke and accidentally did ketamine like you don't like run around like that <laughs> now the whole mushroom thing i can't i don't i don't know I, the way they were running around screaming they were up until like five six in the morning like that's not shrooms that's not I don't, I'm like, mm, you I don't have a lot of, else. 
drug experience based on uh, my no knowledge of ketamine, but I've done shrooms. That is not. No. <laughs> yeah, no. That's why when they said shroom, like, first of all, them trying to act like they were like ket- ketamine, ketamine, you know what ketamine is. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> y'all know what ketamine is. I am not buying it. And like you guys, all y'all attend Sundance Film Festival. You think I'm fucking stupid? Like, yeah, you can't be the queen of Sundance and not okay, know you, yeah, you know what ketamine is. It's just like their behaviors really very much so gave me cocaine. And don't tell us we don't know about cocaine. We've been watching Housewives for a decade. Way too long. Way too long. Okay. I don't even want to count how many years. Uh, a long time longer than I should <laughs> but like it, I'm just like all of these accusations being <clears throat> hurled are just so tiresome to me because oh, that's all they are they're like well I heard this I heard this and to an extent that is housewives like oh well I heard this but now it's just so fucking much so fucking much and like I don't like Angie Harrington but she did prove her point with Whitney like when she was talking about those jazz tickets, she was like, Whitney yeah. said, do you think she got those jazz tickets because uh, like he bleeping that man's name out. And Angie said, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, I've heard that rumor, but I don't, I think it sounds ridiculous. And Whitney's like, yeah, that's not happened. Whitney, that's not how you delivered the information, babes. That's she, not how you told us that. She, I don't know. I And then her whole like healing journey. Oh, I, it's just like, there's so, like, I want to feel for Heather and her journey. I want to feel for Whitney, but like, they don't give us anything. I think that, I think the other thing about Heather and Whitney and them leaving the Mormon church is I know that there's like, a like Heather told us, pretty much told us the church is racist. I didn't need Heather to tell me that, first <laughs> of all. But she pretty much told on herself because in like the first, when we first met her, season one, she was like, yeah, I was Mormon, but I love drinking and I love black men. So that didn't make for a good Mormon. Wasn't it episode one? Yeah, you told me everything. I said, oh, you're not allowed to like black people? Okay. So why, like I would I would maybe have a little bit more for both of them leaving the Mormon church if they talked about those things. If they talked about like, I have a lot of, you know, LGBTQ people in my life. Like I have a lot of black people in my life. Like I have a lot, like a lot of different friends from different, um, you know, backgrounds and experiences. And this is my experience with the Mormon church and how they like pretty much tried to tell us those people, everybody in those communities are lesser than. Yeah, I would love to hear that. I think you really respond to that. Yeah, and maybe about them, like, you know, learn, like, realizing healing from, you know, all of the shit that they were taught. I'm just like, that's, and because I feel for anybody who's been abused. um, I just think that there is a level of irresponsibility from Whitney with the such vagueness around it like she just literally was like I was abused and I'm like oh okay what and then she's like arguing with people and it's like you're not gonna talk to me like that because I was abused well Whitney what like what (sighs) I just have I'm just like what the fuck is going on 
And okay, how long have we been talking about this show? And we haven't even mentioned Jen because that's how little her whole situation has been addressed. I want the, I want her to go to jail and don't talk to us no more. Don't don't I say anything to me anymore, Jen. Do you see that thing she posted last night? Uh, I don't think so. It wasn't. It was like for the real story, make sure you're subscribed to jenshaw.com and it's a paid, a paid for subscription. She needs money, okay? You want us, you expect us to give you our credit card information. Somebody's going to do it. And let me be very clear. I'm very thankful for them because they're going to do it. They're going to let us know and we're all going to know. But if you were dumb enough to give her your credit card information after everything we know, that's on you, babes. She bled her family dry, okay? They're not her giving- Her mom? Like, <laughs> I mean, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. I don't, this is my thing. I don't really care that Jen isn't there. I don't want to hear anything else she has to say. I'm, well, I I got it. Yeah. I got, no, I understood. I know what you did. That's it. I don't want Andy to interview her either. I don't think I he's going to. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I think it may have been in the works, but then- it got turned down for whatever reason but it, at this point it's just like just go to jail in peace we don't need you anymore i think i feel like i was reading something where the producers made a mistake in sort of centering the show around her mm-hmm. because like i don't know what they're gonna do now i think that also like we were coming right off the heels of erica and tom Oh, in true. Beverly Hills that mm-hmm. they were like oh scandals sell and they do but like god damn I don't want to hear about people being defrauded I, I don't want to hear about that it's very sad I think they miscalculated like and it's also I don't know if this is true for other people but like I don't know Jen like that so it's not like how we've seen Erica and Tom and I'm yeah. just like a little more invested. Like all I've seen from the first episode is Jen just being like, I don't want to use the word crazy because I know that mm-hmm. has connotations, but like she's just been all over the place. She has. So like, it, <sighs> yeah, exactly. And I'm very, 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 very weary of people who have all of these designer things, but then like can't really tell me what they do. And that was always Jen for me. And I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if any of those women, any of them got in trouble for financial misgivings. I wouldn't be surprised if any of them, starting with, even all the way up to Vita Tequila herself. I would not be, I would not be surprised if there's some shady business going on in any of their endeavors. I really wouldn't. They, their finances, and I'm speaking of everyone, are kind of a mystery to me. Yeah. Like, okay, the beauty, like, spa, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, this is what, the, all I'll say is Heather is probably the only one that it's like, that is the last person, that's the last business I expect to be, like, unsavory. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Because it has, it's in a fucking shopping mall. Like yeah. it's in a, it's in a plaza or not shopping mall, but in a Shit shopping mall. plaza, yeah. it's in a plaza. Like, and it looks like it's been there for a while. I'm like, I think, I think she's fine, but all the rest of them, Meredith, Lisa, Whitney, all of them. I mean, that's help. That's everybody. Now I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there was, that's all, you know what I mean? There was some shady shit going on in everybody's, especially after Jen got arrested, the way Whitney broke down. What Whoa. was going on? I said, girl, you need to 
I think a little bit where I was like I've learned more about money laundering like Mm. from it's like it was like Sopranos Ozark Whitney like she was on par with them she was I like I was like are you telling on yourself Whitney like, and that is what her was that what her husband did when he, he got was like the CFO of like a MLM. I am not opposed to learning more about these. What was the documentary about the leggings? Oh, Lula Rowe. Yeah, is that, that the one? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was like the C or not CFO, COO. I think he was an operating officer. Yeah of like an MLM type business. I looked it up and I was just like, okay. Even Whitney saying like, oh, your wife wants to have a career so you can't. No, girl, he's a COO and y'all over here running around naked on TV, simulating sex. That paint thing. Like Like that you can't do that as a COO. I'm sure he has a morality clause. I'm sure there is something in there. And y'all live in Utah. Y'all live in Utah. There's so much, um, what is the word? Um, like where they live and the mm-hmm. culture and like mm-hmm. what I found out about how like swinging is really common. Like oh, what? from those influencers. Yeah. Like, oh I have my no God. idea. Like there's so much under the surface there and they give us nothing on the show. Uh, there, Utah is an anomaly. It is definitely a place that needs to be like, probed and studied and everything because again mlm culture there is it runs rampant it's very common people don't bat an eye at it you know what i mean but then and then like you said the swinging the church the the everything the everything i'm just like this could be interesting but i don't think it is going to be with these women now the last thing i want to touch on is we did finally get the scene of dana snapping on Jen but we didn't get the full scene I just think people wanted to see Jen getting yelled at which like fine cool I don't care about anybody yelling at Jen she's going to jail she's going to jail okay I'm one of the ones who wanted to see something but you're right it wasn't the whole thing it wasn't because we still had to ask her like what pushed you to that point and I'm not gonna lie I'm not really feeling Dana that much because it's like girl why are you here I don't know. She's like, she just comes in and she's like, I don't like the way Jen talks to people. I don't, and I don't like the way Jen talks to people either. However, if I was in a group of my friends and then all of a sudden some girl comes in and she's like, I don't like the way you talk to them. I don't like, and just butting in, I would be like, girl, shut the fuck up. You just got here. You just got here. Isn't that what Jenny did too? I feel like she might've done the, I don't like. Maybe I'm thinking of married to medicine. Well, no, and, and Jenny did that. And it's fair. Yeah. It is fair to say that you don't like, I just like, I feel like Jen was an easy target for Dana. And yeah. it was like one of those things where I was like, you're picking like the low hanging fruit to make yeah. yourself look good. And I really did not like that. Everyone's like, Ooh, she like read her or whatever. I did not like the you better shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of my face if you want some money on your books. Because girl, where did that voice come from? Where did that come from? I haven't heard you talk like that the entire time you've been on this show. I think we need to be, I mean, 
we could have a whole thing about like you know racial stereotypes and yeah and, and like she's twisting everything. her neck like if you want some money on your books i'm just like where the fuck did this come from bitch someone told her about what book what that means <laughs> exactly i that's exactly my point like who told you that who what show did you watch where they said um because i'm gonna be honest with you i've never heard anybody except for black people say that <laughs> she you know you're right i think she saw it in a movie i've never heard anybody except for black people say that. i'm not saying that any no you know no other like race says that i've just it's not a common like term either anymore i think it used to be a little bit more people used to say it more back in the day but i'm just like girl where did you get that from um she was watching episodes of atlanta with apollo <laughs> no probably something something i just don't you know i'm always weary when someone pops up and after they've all been like quiet as a church mouse and at one point you were too scared to even say who the informant was you still won't say who the informant was and i know she says that you know jen made fun of her husband I, i think that jen is very microaggressive in ways i don't like the way she she and i don't like jenny obviously but she made fun of jenny's last name at one point and yeah. i said well that's not too wrong so don't make a right there <sighs> oh sorry one more thing i was like in a hotel room or something and i they were playing old episodes of salt lake city maybe it was mm-hmm. before the reunion and I see Jenny on my screen and I, for some reason, thought they would like edit her out or something. From this season? Oh, wait, from last season? It was on Bravo. Like, yeah, from like last season. And they you know, the, I'm I'm not surprised that they didn't edit her out just because she was in the whole, whole yeah, it was show. Too much. They really only edit things out when it comes to Southern Charm and they realize, wow, we allowed this racist ass show to be on for this long. They did. <laughs> I tried to do a rewatch of Southern Charm and literally episodes missing. And I, I like asked somebody on Instagram, I was like, does anybody know where these episodes are? Why I can, why I can't see them? One person, one person was like, don't repeat this, but even though I'm repeating it, they're like, they edited them. Like they took those episodes off because these are the things that are in them. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Catherine Dennis. Is it Peacock that it was on or was it Hulu then? either one of those one of, yeah. yeah one of those but yeah like Catherine Dennis walking around her family's plantation and saying like oh yeah this is my family's plantation it's got one of the largest slave cemeteries in this state said it with glee I said bitch first of all every plantation is a slave cemetery secondly <laughs> why the fuck are you happy about that because it's her heritage. Like, I really don't, like, people, when the whole, like, Catherine Dennis, like, is Catherine Dennis a racist discussion? I'm like, listen, this is the thing. I think that Catherine Dennis is, like, was raised in a deeply racist environment to where she doesn't think that she is. I don't think that she realizes the monkey emoji is racist because she's like, well, I always heard my granddaddy calling them monkeys. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah, just, yeah. like, how I see her. I just, bleh. I ended but up on. I, I had no idea that Bravo had done that. Mm-hmm. I also, I part of my TikTok ended up on like Southern Charm TikTok uh, earlier this week, and I was like, "Oh wow, oh wow, oh the fandom." I'm like, y'all are fucking racist. People were calling. They called Vanita Lavita on purpose, sure. yeah, and people were laughing about it. 
they were talking about Leva and like also mispronouncing her name on purpose. I don't care for Leva personally, but I'm not going to go out of my way to like make derogatory comments about her. I watched a few episodes of this most recent season because I I was excited they had Vanita and I was like, okay, she's friends with Naomi and stuff, but they just treated her so bad, like, badly. And I didn't even finish the the whole season. So. No, yeah, I the, I tried to watch because I like Vanita and I wanted to support her, but I was yeah. like, I cannot, I can't watch this because the way that Olivia girl would have gotten cussed the fuck out, she's gross. I I cannot. She like a. It made me so mad. Like my ears got hot. I am surprised it's still on. So am I. So am I. But okay. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Project Mindy. Um, and you can find my pod- my podcast, Project Mindy, on all podcasting platforms. I've taken a little break for the fat past few weeks, but um, I will be back to recap the rest of the Sex Lives of College Girls on um on hbo season two and there is obviously a ton of talk about mindy kaling so if anyone wants to hear an episode about it because i have a lot of thoughts uh just hit me up my dms because i'd love to know what people want to talk about with that yes i i really want to hear you you know talk about everything with mindy kaling because like i said in the beginning i some of it i understand with the writing it's like okay mindy what's going on here but then other things i'm like guys really feel like we could focus this energy elsewhere I don't know okay so also one thing is that um also I have recapped season one of the mini project which is now mm-hmm. on Netflix so mm-hmm. everyone I don't know I feel like more people have Netflix than they have other stuff so if you want to watch it and listen to the recaps um you could do that too I've watched mini project for like season three I think and then no it's off. not worth watching after that <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I stopped watching after season three um and during COVID what yeah during COVID I think I was like I'm gonna watch the whole thing over again but then I got to season three again and I stopped no it's it's very of its time I have to say yes it is all right and you all know where you can find me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast on TikTok who asked Zell Zell is S-E-L-L-E please do not forget to rate me five stars on Spotify and then of course five stars and a review on Apple it is the easiest way to get your favorite podcast out there and you know just get us a little bit more of a platform. I will talk to everyone next week. Bye everyone. Thanks.